Sit back, turn the ship over to your Kovas and relax. We're turning on Flight Assist. 07 Commanders, welcome in. My name is Commander Mal for the win, and with me, as always, is Commander Psykit. 07 Commanders. If it's your first time listening, we're glad you found us. Every week on the Flight Assist podcast, we talk to a different commander or organization. We find out a little bit about them, what they're up to in game. We talk about the things we love about Elite Dangerous and its amazing community. Before things get started, we just want to say thanks for being here, because this podcast would not be possible without the support of listeners like you. We have one of the most lovely humans that I think I've I've ever met. Honestly, yeah, one of the most lovely yeah. humans I have ever met is on the on the show today. Um, just a stalwart pillar of the elite dangerous community is um, is Karumba. Agreed. Yeah, Karumba is fantastic. He he's one of those people that I I had seen and I had talked to. Um, in chat a whole mm-hmm. lot before I saw him actually stream, you know, really? um, and I was like, oh, he seems like a good, he seems like a decent individual. And then I, I saw him go live streaming and I was like, oh, holy crap. And went in and, I was, and came to the same conclusion that, that you have like, what a great freaking human mm. being, you know? Yeah. He's, um, <laughs> it was funny to me because, um, my, my setup is, um, a bit unusual like I don't have a set room for for streaming or anything like that I stream from my living room and um he streams from his cupboard and I think at the time when (laughs) um, at the time when I first found out about Karamba I was like doing um this is in in yesteryear but I was doing um little streams here and there literally from my kitchen so (laughs) (laughs) It felt really like there was a kindred spirit there or someone who maybe, maybe might right. not be in the perfect place to stream, but he's like, he right. um, streams right. from the cupboard under the stairs. If memory exactly. I was going to say, it's like, he's, he's like, uh, he's living like the Harry the Potter fantasy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, I I imagine that he has some very very tall tales about some um, incredible exploits that him and his community have gotten up to in Elite because yeah. I'm sure I'm sure there he's are, been around there are a for few a while. things. Yes, yeah, yeah he's been yeah. doing it for for a, a good a good clip of time. I mm. guess you could say for sure. I'm actually really excited to hear some of the stories because every time we get to talk to somebody who's been playing since way before I have, mm-hmm. I, I get to hear about these things that I w- have not been able to experience because I just wasn't a commander then. I wasn't playing the game yet. And we get to experience them, them vicariously through these other commanders, which is absolutely yeah, yeah. awesome. <laughs> Karumba, welcome in, my friend. It has been entirely too long. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing extremely well. Um, a little bit difficult getting in. All those belugas out there, top 1%. Um, <laughs> I don't know whose carrier this is or station I'm on. I'm, uh, I'm a little bit, little, little bit fried. A little bit fried. It, it so happens. You need to sort your security out. That's hard to say. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sort out air traffic control coming into the station. Yeah. That's it. That's it. We're bringing some I'm, rules and regulations. Uh, I've always wanted to start a player faction or a squadron that's actually called top 1% of all liners so that 
Yes. So that people are like, hey, look, that guy's in the top 1% of all. Oh. oh. Yeah. But you know you would just attract people who would just yeah. want to kill you just <laughs> it for would, the it name. Would be, it. it would be an, an instant, uh, like a gank target, as well as like all of the trolls in the game would join <laughs> that faction. It would be, it would. <laughs> you'd never be short of something to do. That, that, That's true. You'd never That's be true. short of something to do. How That's are true. you anyway? Yeah, it has been. It's I've, I've been listened. I've listened to pretty much all of series one. Although the Christmas roundup, I must confess, um, I was trying to listen to it whilst going to sleep, and I fell asleep halfway through. So I've still got to go back That's and far, finish the long, Christmas roundup. It's a long yeah. episode. It's, it's a long, a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you would, for the for the people who don't know you, who aren't familiar with you, uh, tell us tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, Commander name we kind of already gave away, but like you know. If you do content creation, how long you've been playing Elite, kind of like the basics. Well, yeah, I am Commander Karamba. Um, I have been playing since, oh, God, long time ago. 2014, was it released? Um, I was uh, an alpha backer. Uh, just at the end of alpha, premium beta, there was a commander floating around last seen in an unshielded hauler with two sidewinders escorting him. That's how brilliant he is uh, with my name on him um, <laughs> I didn't kill myself I thought it was a bit too meta and a bit more a bit too strange um, so I've been playing since 2014 pretty much constantly I did do twitch stuff I'm currently retired from twitch um, yeah uh, currently retired from twitch and um, I, I just uh, have a, a one of the original player groups um, that were first created, um, 95th Squadron, with our minor faction, BFNF Solutions, um, uh, who are, are sort of military contractors who are imperial, but not too imperial, a bit old-fashioned, a bit wonky. Uh, we're on the edge of imperial space, so that's fine. Uh, nobody cares about us. Um, imperial, but not too <laughs> imperial, is a, I, I is like a very, very yeah. Swiss thing to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, having, having a squadron is like having a... No, no, that's a, that's a totally different character. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're just a bunch of really casual players. Um, I think is the best way to put it. Um, so casual, you'll hardly notice we're there a lot of the time. But yes, we are there. <laughs> We've been there since the start, and uh, we, we bumble around the elite universe and uh, um, just basically have a laugh. Have a laugh. It's a good game for having a laugh. Absolutely, it is. Um, what was it that first drew you to Elite Dangerous? What What was it that made you become a backer? Well. I, I, I am one of those um, original elite players. I was... Um, oh, one of them. Okay, I see yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of them. <laughs> Sorry, one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's turning off now. He's one of them. Don't want to hear what this old, <laughs> this old bugger's got to say. But um, <laughs> no, I had... Um, <laughs> I had the Commodore 64 version. Uh, it was a uh, Firebird port um, with a lovely box with the, the red plastic inside that held the cassette just so which you had oh, to squeeze yeah. it and that noise, that lovely brochure with a smith. I'm okay, going a bit too far, I'm getting a bit ASMR <laughs> here. But, um, it was, that, that was my introduction to Lee and I, I loved it as a kid. It was, it was at, the, it was at mm-hmm. that age. I was for early teens and there's nothing more exciting than trying to figure out the profit loss on narcotics and slaves <laughs> writing <laughs> narcotics and slaves down hoping your parents didn't find a bit of paper um so i, I loved elite from from those days um played a bit of frontier then i discovered girls and i kind of missed everything that happened in between so 
fast forward to well, what was it? Two thousand was it? Oh, when did the Kickstarter start? I can't remember. Oh, thirteen no or fourteen. Yeah, it, it I imagine it would have been two thousand twelve or thirteen, something like that, for the release yeah, in fourteen. Some, something, something makes me think think eleven, twelve, thirteen, but I can't quite remember. I, 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 my friend um, Spider, she'd heard about it, and she's like, "I heard rumor that Elite was coming back," and I thought, "Nah, nah, surely not." You yank him up on <laughs> um, But a quick Google search and it brought up the Kickstarter page, and I was like, "Dude, I've." I found there's a Kickstarter, but it's almost finished. And we just sort of like basically threw our credit cards at the screens and um, <laughs> uh, got ourselves in right at the death. Um, chucked some more money at a premium beta, and then I've been hooked ever since. Basically, so uh, oh, nice. It's the, the game I can't put down. I've been through. I want my second Hotas. Um, it gave me. It gave me streaming. I mean, I wouldn't have streamed if it hadn't been for Elite Dangerous. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think. A lot of the people we all mutually know will probably have started the streaming career on Elite Dangerous or not far into the streaming career going on to Elite Dangerous. Um, and then it's all the conventions and everything else that's come along with it. And it's just, it's been, uh, yeah, good, good laugh. It's been a good game to yeah. me. And I still enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I had, a, um, I had a bit of a Google. The Elite Dangerous Kickstarter was announced November 5th, 2012, and started okay. in November 2012. By oh. April 2014, they'd raised almost 2 million pounds. Wow. That's not bad at all. And uh, yeah. when you look at it compared to... Oh, I'm, oh, other God. No, I'm not going to go there, am I? No. Yeah, <laughs> other games that have, that have kickstarted and raised significantly more... <laughs> Um, which I still hope come out because I will still play it. I need to buy a new mm-hmm. SSD if I'm going to do that, but yeah. um, I do hope it will appear. Although, um, yeah. hashtag free squadron 42, whatever happened to it, come back. That, that, yeah, no that, that for me, I know, I know we're going on a bit of a tangent here, but that for me is the thing that I want to play more than anything, yeah. more than, yes. more than, yep. more than the other space game, which we do not discriminate about space games in here. It is, yep. it is absolutely fine. We focus on Elite Dangerous, but squadron 42 just looks good. I've got such a hankering for, and uh, I don't know how much you guys have played in the past but the the wonderful age of the cutscene the, at that crossover from yes. multiple CDs to DVDs when you'd have like seven mm-hmm. CDs yeah. in a box that was the size of a book and you'd have to insert CD4 and it would play a cutscene but it was full motion video and so you're talking about like red alerts and uh, uh, Blade Runner games and all that kind of stuff um, and Wing Commander was one of them as well with those uh, oh, full yeah. motion cutscenes yeah. and stuff so that's why I was looking forward to Squad 42. Not really much for Star Citizen, but for... Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah, that. yeah. I, like that, that na- narrative-driven gameplay rather yes. than personal yeah. narrative, but like a, a proper a proper narrative gameplay in, in space. And yes, I, I, can, I can already hit in Mass Effect. Um, in my oh, conscience, yes. it's going, but what about Mass Effect? I've never yes. played Mass Effect, but I still... <gasps> what? Look, it, you have to it's play all, it. It's on a list. <laughs> it's on a list oh of my games. God. I'm not going to say anything about having stuff on a list. I have uh, no. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's yeah. that kind of that kind of thing that um, 
Squadron 42 just really appeals to me. And also the fact that it's got Gary Oldman and Gillian Anderson on its cast list. Yes. And they are two of my absolute faves. Um, yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. So, <laughs> I mean, um, it's but, got, it's got so much that has potentially got it going for it, and I just, I just want to play it. Just want to play it now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but, but Elite, give us Elite game dangerous. now. Elite Dangerous has mm. has has scratched so many other riches for me because oh, definitely the community aspect of Elite Dangerous is absolutely fantastic. It gets second to none. I, mean, I know people go on about instancing. I've never had a problem with instancing. I've raced. 10, 15 SRVs on Pamesh 3C, yeah. 2C, whichever one it is, and never had an issue with it, especially since they put in that noodle pasta or whatever it was, bit of yeah. tech. Um, <laughs> yes. I've, I've never had a problem with it. Um, but the community side for Beat Dangerous and just, just hanging with your buddies is uh, second to none. I've not found any other game like it, really, that mm-hmm. I can think of. Yeah. Where you can just like no, stare at a, a, a neutron fighting a red giant and just sit there with a beer and going. So what did you do last week? Sitting there in spaceships in the middle of nowhere, you know. Yep. Very true. So very true. Thinking, thinking about when you you'd had all of the experience of your previous games, um, your previous elite games, and then you're you're sitting as a brand new. Um, commander in Elite Dangerous. Can you remember what your first time logging in was like? Actually, I can because I was I was at my friend's flat through in Edinburgh, and we just had a night out the night before. Foolishly, because <laughs> we we've arranged to meet up occasionally, and uh, this was the one night, and uh, we arranged to meet up the night before Elite released. Um, so the next day, it was like, oh, 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 the game's released. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I can't remember my login details. So, so I logged in uh, because they had all backed it as well. And so I logged into their launcher and logged into my commander. And it was just like, ah, oh, oh, finally, it's here. It's here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, then, and then flying slightly with the mouse and keyboard and then realizing, no, no, where's my joystick? <laughs> no, this is all horrible. I hate everything. <laughs> Please make this never happen again. Um and then not long after that, I got a hotas. Um, but yeah, it was, um, it was the, the game itself and having played a little bit in VR as well. Um, it was just the sense of being in a ship in a space station and just having the freedom to do, go and do what you wanted. Uh, yeah. And just yeah. fly, be free. And then when playing it in VR for the first time, I think my son somewhere's got an embarrassing video of me first logging into the game in VR. And just the <laughs> sheer scale of everything. Just yeah. the login screen, you're looking up at your, at your ship sitting there, and you're like, I didn't realise it was that big playing yeah. flat screen. Yeah. Um, so I would recommend to everyone to at least have a shot in VR. I don't play in VR a huge amount anymore because, you know... Global warming, sitting in a cupboard, um, confined space, heat trap, gets a bit sweaty and a bit horrible. Um, yeah, but it's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a set. I think the the, the main the main feeling was a sense of um, okay, let's do this, hooray! Out of yeah. space, <laughs> <laughs> ain't no one gonna stop me. No one's gonna make me come in and brush my teeth and wash my hair and go to bed. No, I'm away. Way yeah. I'm off. Yeah. Um, 
until watch I mean, like seriously, Spanky. if there was a way to like pay my rent and eat and go to the bathroom in game, I would never log out ever. <laughs> like this is this is as close as you get, as we're going to get to flying a spaceship in in it, our world. Yeah. So you know, it, it's getting it's getting uh, dangerously close to that whole Ready Player One situation, isn't it? But, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> very much so. Yeah, society just yep. revolves around it. Um, yep. <laughs> Boy, that would be great. If society just revolved around elite, yeah, I'd be down for that. That would make if, me happy. If if there was if there was a, a bona fide way I could live comfortably by just flying missions in elite, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Yep. If, if some scientist out there is listening to this podcast <laughs> and can think of a way, like they did with the folding, you know, when they were doing the folding at everyone's computers to yep. try and find a cure for legs falling off or whatever it was. Um <laughs> I don't have a great attention for detail. You might have noticed. Sorry, everyone, if I've just offended anyone by talking about legs falling off. But um, <laughs> it's uh, if somebody out there can discover a way that flying missions in Elite can cure horrible diseases or solve poverty or um, even just empty people's bins on a Thursday morning, um, I would be up there. I would. I'd be. I'd be first volunteer. I'd be first tribute <laughs> for that job. Yeah, I suddenly same. realized today is the day we're supposed to take the bins out, and I don't think I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, I know we're recording this ahead of time, but I, I had to fight through the snow to take my bin out today. It was, it was. I felt like Scott <laughs> of the Antarctic. It was or Arctic or wherever it was he went. But uh, I mean, so, with regard, with regard to the. Um, with uh the oh my gosh words um so simulations <laughs> and stuff have recently um been proven to sort of can help um i mean plague inc gave their information over to the people who were work- like started working on coronavirus stuff because they'd got oh really so much data with regard to how different diseases spread and things like that. Yes. They have literally dozens of bit, bits of data that have actually have real world implications and were really welcomed by committees who have been studying um, various viruses and have been super helpful with looking at spread within um, within coronavirus as well. So um, I, I'm, it, it's not too far too far-fetched maybe not taking your bins out but it's not too far-fetched <laughs> sort of going let, look at simulations and um like these video games and see how how much of an impact they have and then look at mm. it from there um i honestly um i honestly we joke about it but it's not it's not it's it's not that un, unreal a suggestion yeah but- it, it's yeah, it's 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 interesting you saying that because um, I remember playing Plague Inc back in the day, and then you look at all these play games, you think Ooh, that's a bit close to bone. But yeah, it, I suppose mm-hmm. there is real world data. I mean, it, that's a, another good thing about Elite for me is that it, it by the very nature of playing the game, it makes you clever because yes. you can say oh yes i i i went to visit that star so you know the one that was identified recently with the uh with the, the earth like worlds around it <laughs> i flew there yes 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 the game's <laughs> yeah. still a forge it's very accurate you know um and, and by, by by association and osmosis you become uh 100 clever from playing elite yeah. dangerous that's that's a fact that, uh, no one that, that is genuine fact genuine, genuine fact, fact elite dangerous <laughs> raises your iq <laughs> true story <laughs> 
but I do I do find that fascinating and um the work, you know, with Dr. K. Ross and, and, and everyone else put into yeah. uh the planet generation and, and uh, the system generation I should say. Uh, so um, and just and little things like um and I'm sort of going to pop a nerd out here but uh, just listening to the planets and the noises they make and i know yes. this hat and everyone knows this but just it's easy to forget when you're doing bgs missions twitching mm. eye, you can't see it but my eye is twitching when you're doing bgs missions um <laughs> it's easy to forget all these little bits and pieces in the background the soundscapes and everything else and it's good sometimes just to sit back and just enjoy listening to the game and just doing not much you know um I really yeah. enjoy that about it. For sure. Yeah. So what's the story behind your commander name? Where did Karamba come from? <laughs> oh, hey. um, Karamba <laughs> is um, just a, a stupid mistake. Um, I misspelled Karamba. Um, I'd, I'd watched The Simpsons for the first time, I think, so it must have been about 1992, 93, because our family, we had cable tv really late on because you know it was too expensive and um, right my parents you know it's like, oh, there's nothing but trash on those channels so we must watch um you know rigorous wonderful channels full of facts um <laughs> so eventually when we did get cable tv and mtv entered our lives like a great big glorious colorful disaster um i started watching the simpsons and uh i went to it was Dundee University um, computing room, vast room with more computers than I'd ever seen in my life, all internet enabled, sat down and of course the first thing you do at university you, you don't log into library, no, 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 no you log into BBS Shadow That's BBS right. Yes, Shadow BBS run by Wild Thing and Cucumber I seem to remember, which is based in Chicago and it had to go up with a username and I just sat there and went, what? Uh, a username? Uh, 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 caramba. Right. Because I just remember the Simpsons. <laughs> Bart Simpsons always went, aye, caramba. And so I misspelled it, caramba. And it's just stuck since then. Um, laterally, I found it a bit of a nightmare when Twitch streaming, because it's also the name of an American racehorse, which has the same misspelling of its name. So I would always appear <laughs> on Google below this flipping American racehorse. <laughs> Every week I was waiting for that bloody horse to break its leg. To just jump in over, over that bloody hurdle. Uh, listen, listen, I'm a vegetarian, but I wanted that bloody horse dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Oh my gosh, that is too funny. <laughs> flipping horse. But yeah, so, so that's where it comes from. Uh, just in the spelling, and it's stuck with me ever since. As good a reason as any. Yep, yeah, I, I, I think so. Roughly becoming my favourite question. That I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I love finding out about where the people's names <laughs> yep. come from. Um, you mentioned earlier that you tried keyboard and mouse and you hated it, and then you moved straight on and went and bought a, went and bought yourself a stick. Um, what What are you using? What's your What are you using to fly? Oh, at the moment, I'm using the T16,000 throttle and stick. T16,000M, okay. is it? Yeah, yeah um, I think so. Yep. Uh, sure, that one. That, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the orange thing. Um, mm -hmm. I've got that one. <laughs> um, before that, I had the X52, 
and I had the old Cytec one. Uh, okay. But it did me fine. It did me fine. I never had a problem with it. It's a bit baggy now, which is why I replaced it. But it's still working. It's still there as a backup. Um, and I've always said, um, anyone who asks me on stream will know this answer. And people who've seen me stream before will know this. But my, my fantasy was to have... To, to run some kind of twisted breeding program where the X-52 and the T-16000 had babies and okay. the, the stick had those flippy up and down buttons that you get on the X-52. Right. You know, the, the little the ones on the, the ones square at the base. Bottom. Yeah, the up and down ones. Yeah. If the T-16000 had them on the base of it instead of that stupid little throttle that does nothing, that would be an amazing stick. That would just mm, be, yeah. that would be the stick to end all sticks. Um. But sadly not. I, I, I'm not no. an evil genius. I can't make a hybrid of the two. I'll just have to <laughs> lump it and be happy with what I've got until I can accidentally find loads of cash and get one of these Russian sticks that everyone was always talking about. I don't know. Have you got one of those um, strange Russian sticks, Mal? I, I have two. I thought you did. I have, I I have two sticks. I, I have the, the VKB sticks. That's the ones, the VKB. That's the ones. Yeah. Are they the ones modeled on the MIG or something? Or, um, or they have, so they have like several different grips. They have like a MIG version of the grip. They have a space combat grip that's like designed for, for you know, space flight sims, which are the ones that I have. And then they have um, a few different other ones too. Um, I think they just came out with like an F-14 or F-16 one. That's amazing. And, you know, I, I didn't know that, but this is a perfect segue for me to announce that I am now um, a spokesperson for VKB. And uh, <laughs> thank you very much for uh, placing this advert in this podcast. <laughs> that might Please not send be true. all the free sticks to <laughs> Karamba. <laughs> it was worth a try. It was worth a try. You did. You did a good. You did a good job. You, you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Hey, yep. <laughs> there you go. That should be my tagline for life. Actually, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So thinking about going from hardware to software, if we think about um, uh, the resources that you use when you're in game and and like when you're planning what you're going to do, what what are some of your favorite resources to use? Like programs, websites. Um, right. If, if you're going to look up on the Tinterwebs a definition of a min-maxer, you'd have a lovely big description of what a min-maxer, and then right at the bottom, there'd be a little picture of me smiling with my thumbs up, looking slightly nonchalant, and it would say, <laughs> not a min-maxer. So it would be like the very definition of somebody who is completely disorganized. Um, the reason I never do PvP is because I am rubbish at it just had to choose my words carefully there um i am extremely rubbish at it <laughs> but uh, the thing with elite is that you, if you don't pay attention to engineering and stuff like that you know uh, pvp becomes a bit difficult yeah so yep. i know there's lots of tools out there i am aware that there's lots of tools out there i'm aware that psychic is a very good ambassador for a lot of those tools and I listen and I nod sagely and go yes I really must try to do that and then completely forget um, that's fine <laughs> however I do use Anara um, for squadron stuff I do use I was yes. going to say if you didn't use Anara for BGS stuff that was going to uh -huh. be me getting very disappointed <laughs> <laughs> well we've got this weird BGS at the moment where we can't stop expanding and we don't know why 
<laughs> we, we, we just we just expand expand every tick, every tick. Um, wow, and it's it's fine. It's minimal effort for us, but it's um, we do have to put effort in occasionally when uh, you know you've got those security factions that you want to keep in your system so nobody else can expand in. You start right. to get a little bit low because your faction is just so amazingly popular with everybody, and you don't know why it is. It's like yeah, everyone stop liking our faction, please go away, leave us alone. Um, so Anara, yeah, Anara, definitely I do use. Um, uh, well, anything else I use? Oh, I use um, EDSM and EDMC. EDMC with the Hutton Trucker plug-in, plug-in for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure why I've got the Hutton Trucker plug-in for it, but I just do. It's, so there we go. It's one of my favourites. <laughs> it's Honestly, it's one of my favourite plugins, and I barely use it, but I just like getting yeah. to the end of the day having having and then have like a tangible like visual representation of everything that i've done in that day i think is really nice absolutely and i think it's it's the fact it has don't panic in big orange writing as well it's very yeah. reassuring yeah it's a very reassuring yeah. plug in to put in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you have that plug in and you have your towel nearby you know, yeah, you're fine. Exactly. You know you're going to be okay. <laughs> yep. And and a mug Definitely. of something something hot and comforting, and and, yes. and you're set. Yes, you're set. Um, but yeah, uh, apart from that, I don't really use much else. Like I say, I'm not good at min maxing. I, I don't do. Gr- I think the closest I came to doing any grinding in Elite Dangerous was maybe rank for the Clipper um, back in the day. That's the closest that. I've got. Yeah, yeah. Clipper, best mining ship in the game. If you, I if love you the put, Clipper. Oh, you know, using the abrasion blasters on a Clipper is a mini game all in itself. Okay. Trying to get the convergence mm-hmm. of the abrasion blasters. It's it's a yeah. challenge, but it's a fun challenge. <laughs> <laughs> to a point, it's a fun challenge. Yeah. Um, so yeah, best best mining ship in the game, without a doubt. There's actually a video on YouTube that I found of somebody who used a Clipper to take down like six Thargoid interceptors by himself. Oh. It was like you a seven-hour fight. Because <laughs> it was like, like a dream of. Run mm-hmm. in, drop a heart, run away, repair, restock, <laughs> resent, and then run back in, hit the next oh. one, and it was like, it was seven hours. I'm like, where do you find, number one, where do you find that kind of time? And number two, the patience involved. Mm. The yeah. patience was ridiculous. I've, I've engaged in a lot of Thargoid killing in my time, um, but only in in wings, not not so. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah. I killed every type of Thargoid apart from the most recent one. Was it the Hydra? Is the Hydra the most recent one? Yeah, I think I so. Figure, I think it is, isn't it? That's the only one I don't think I've been party to murderifying. Um, and I know there'll it's be a section Cyclops, of the community that will Basilisk, be Basilisk, Medusa, Hydra. I think. Uh, yeah, 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 that's, right. that's yes. Well done. You've passed the test. Um, <laughs> the sexual society will be uh, going. Oh no, he's a thyroid murderer. But uh, yeah, show me, show me where in the game lore in the in the game lore that thyroids are friendly. Show me. I agree See, entirely on that fact. I absolutely yeah, yeah. agree. There, yeah. There's nothing in the game lore to. Um, f- for me, there's nothing in the game lore, and I can. Um, 
I can feel like Malik VR breathing down my neck when I'm saying <laughs> that. Okay, no. I can hear a rattle of googly eyes just slowly getting more furious in the background. Yep, yep, yep. But, um, okay, uh, Mr. Minmaxa. Mr. Not Minmaxa, sorry. Um, what would you say you're best at in Elite? Consistently showing up. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> if I can get a badge for showing up, that would do. And, and, and you know, and, what am I best at? I'm quite good at climbing mountains in SRVs. Okay. Oh, um, nice. It, it was, it was, um, again, it was the hunting truckers when they did the, the Oop Tidy, um, the real life event when they were climbing the, the volcano down in the Canary Islands somewhere, I believe it was. But there's a, yeah. there was a system with the Tidy as the, the, the planet. Um, and there was a, a mountain that they did the challenge for for people to, to drive up in SRVs. Now, people were flying up that in, in minutes. I took hours, but I Same. went up the wrong face and I didn't realise there was an easy way up. I went up the hard way when you, you know, when you pan out, when you pan back from your SRV and you look at it and you go, oh, oh, that nearly is vertical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're so intent, you forget and you, it's not until you sort of pan back, you go, oh, oh, okay, this maybe wasn't the best route to take. But I did, I got to the top, I got to the top. And from that day, I've had this strange fascination. I can't fly over a planet now without going, oh, look at that mountain. That, that could yeah, just be quite yep. nice to take an SRV up. And I don't mm. know why, it's, it's some sort of like strange, it's almost like a Pavlovian reaction now. Whenever I see a mountain <laughs> range, it's like, I need to drive an SRV up. There, there's, <laughs> a, um, there's a mountain that's right next to Dav's Hope. That, mm. And I don't go to Dav's Hope very often, but there's that mountain that's right next to Dav's Hope. And I'm like, I want to like, have, A, I want to have a race around that mountain because we've got a mm. built-in finish line with the little Dav's Hope um, yep. thing. I really want to really want to have a race around that mountain. I don't know how long it would take. But then I also really want to see if there's a way that you can climb it. Yes. And every time when I'm there, I'm like, I want to climb that mountain. I, it's, it's going to take me. It's right. going to take me hours, but I want to climb it. And it is. It's down to. It's down to that uptidy event. It yeah. really is. And, Ever and since think, then, I'm like, I can do that. Do you think when 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 Sandy Samarco and everyone was sat around developing Elite Dangerous back back in the Kickstarter days, they thought, do you know what would be really good if 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 commanders could live out their mountain climbing fantasies in our team. <laughs> I, I, I don't sure? think they did. I don't think they did. I think they would have had grand ideas about, you know, intergalactic conspiracies and alien species, not climbing mountains and cars. But there we go. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, it wasn't on their list, you know. It wasn't but... on their list. Um the other thing that we like to do as well is uh, using Thargoid sites um for golf, um for SRV golf. Um so we'd uh, we'd uh, on stream go to oh Jesus, I forgot which one it was, hip was it 14909? I can't remember off the top of my head. But there's one site we'd always go to and uh, launch our SRVs from the little spurs on the outside of the Thargoid sites and try and get it. Oop! Get in the hole in the top of the um, <laughs> uh, in the top of the uh, the Thargoid uh, building. Um, well, I have something new to try today. Same. It's, 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 it's satisfying the good fun and. Um, and and also we would always we would always play it and sit and and one of us usually within ten or fifteen minutes of of trying would go ah oh, 
wouldn't it be great if the Thargoid structure just came to life just as we were sailing to land in the middle? And it's the same thing we would say every week. It would never happen. But we lived in eternal hope that suddenly, you know, it would just swallow us up and kill us Southern in a spectacular mothership fashion. mothership right there. Yeah, and you know we'd be the we'd be the instigators. Our stupid little SRVs pinging into the top of it would waken the beast, but it never happened. But one can oh, hope. that would be cool though. <laughs> one can hope one day. Of all the ways for that to happen, that would be the ultimate way for it to yeah. to get activated. Just needed to sacrifice one SRV, SRV at the right time. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so would you would so, you say that being in the SRV is your favorite thing to do in game? Um. I know I've talked about SRVs a lot here, and I'm aware of that. But um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say, well, is it? Do you know? I do like. I do, I do enjoy the SRV. I do enjoy just just being a comp. Do you know on uh, Distant Worlds Two? I think it was at the second or the third waypoint. I thought it would be funny to get into fifty percent of my SRV capacity and jump into a geyser, which pinged me three kilometres in the air and killed me on impact when I landed. And, oh. and it was fun it was for, the, for about 30 seconds and then after I exploded I thought I've only got one SRV for the whole trip to Colonial and a point and back and like, oh Oops. what a numpty um, so I, I don't know I'd enjoy pretty much every aspect of um, Elite do you know I love I love um, looking around the ships I love I love docking from that third person viewpoint which is yes. like behind the seat so yep. mm-hmm. as you're coming into dock, put yourself right behind the seat in the cutter. So all you can see is the floor and the back of your seat and your little head. And then you've got this little view as you're going through the letterbox in this big expensive ship. And wow. as you go through the letterbox, you see all the lights on the floor and the reflections. And you see lots of different bits of artwork and stuff that, you know, the developers would never have intended you to see when you were going in and docking but it's it's fun just to and i think it's is it the adder i can't remember if it's the adder or what ship it is but as you as you land the the, the landing gear come up through the floor <laughs> i don't think that's intentional what? but you see the landing gear come up through the floor if you're from <laughs> if you're sitting behind um as, as, as you land um <laughs> so, yeah yeah but little, little bits of, i like i like looking at little bits of the models because when you look at the ships outside there's so much detail in there. I mean, myself and Boff and uh, a couple of others had a five-minute discussion in inverted commas. Pretty much, each of us going, "No, you're wrong. Yeah, I'm right." Um, just about a vent on the cutter, I think it was, and what it was for. <laughs> um, it's an inlet. No, it's a thruster. No, it's an inlet. No, it's a heat. It's a heat vent. No, it's not a heat vent. The heat vents are atop those dragonfly things, you know. Blah blah blah. Um, but there's, there's so much to the game that commanders don't see unless they do take the time to have a look about. I think. Yeah. So I like looking at like so looking good. at things and just just poking my nose where it shouldn't go, probably. So there's something to be said for that, though. I mean, I think that's why that kind of detail is in there. Is is for the people like you who are like, it's a mechanic man said something, something similar when we had him on. He said, my favorite thing to do is to find the things I'm not supposed to look at and look at them. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. <laughs> because they're in there. Somebody spent hard work putting that detail in there, whether their boss realized it or not. So I'm going to go look. Yeah. I've, I've said it before. There's a, um, I can't remember which ship it is. And I should have looked it up between the, 
um, the episode where I first talked about this and now, but um, there is a there's a ship where in one of the one of the little sections, if you get right down and you've got VR and you can get to it, it's got a taser in there. And that's so really? cool. You, yeah, I don't, I don't know which ship it is. I, I saw it on a Mechanic Man video. Uh, but there's a taser wow. in there, and it's so cool. Like these little yeah. things that you you don't you don't see, but you they're, they're there, so you're obviously yeah. supposed to see them. You know, it's very weird. of actually one of my favourite things to do in the game currently is to do everything. Absolutely everything in the Cobra Mark IV. Because okay. it because it just makes people incredulous. And they go, Why do you fly that? So and I say, Because it's the Prince of Ships. And they go, what? And say, Yes, best ship in the game. And and then just leave them stunned and fly away. Um yeah, that's that's my current favourite thing, is is using the Cobra Mark IV for everything I can possibly use it for. Nice. Yes. That's one ship I do not have access to. Though, though I found the reception is usually the same if I do if I'm doing something in a clipper, mm. doesn't matter what it is. It's like, why are you doing that in a clipper? I'm like, why would I not do this in a clipper? <laughs> it just looks so smooth. Why wouldn't I you look? Use a clipper? You know what? You can't carry enough cargo. Yeah, but I look so good doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I get a lot of questions about just going about doing, d- just pottering around the galaxy in a Corvette. I get the same oh, questions. Yeah. Yep. I, get, yep. I understand it. <laughs> it's not going to change for anyone. All evidence to the contrary. <laughs> just a wonderful job at everything. I don't know what you're complaining about. I understand that it is terrible at landing at outposts. I mean, I'm not going to like do anything if I don't need to land at an outpost. Just fine. Uh, <laughs> I'll just change the ship if I absolutely have to. Anyone who knows me knows I have a, have a I have a irrational. Not not hatred's the wrong word, and I don't want to upset you as, as my good host, but. The Corvette can get in the bin. It can just get in the Oh my god. Bin. Just, we're gonna have to pause the interview because I'm gonna have to walk away for a second. <laughs> it looks like a diet wannabe star destroyer. It's just in you the take wrong universe. that back. <laughs> just Get lost. Go on. Take your Corvette <laughs> and go find, go find a rebellion to suppress. Go on. This is the closest. This is the closest I've fight, ever fight. been to going no stop interviews and also just swearing on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mission almost accomplished. Mission almost accomplished. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Is there anything, um, anything in Elite that you don't participate in, or something in the game that you'd like to do that you just haven't done yet, or you know would like uh, to try? I guess the obvious one's PvP because um, right. PvP is that funny one because I have first off. I play in open most of the time, unless I'm right. winged up with people who don't want to play in open. In which case, you know, I'll respect them if they don't want to be um, killed by somebody and they just want to have fun, fine. We'll play in private group. Boom. I tend to play in open and I accept the risks that if you're in open, you've got to be prepared to buy your ship again because if you meet somebody who's intent on murder killing you, um, they will. They will murder kill you. And there's there's not a hell of a lot you can do about it. Um, (laughs) unless, Unless you know how to PvP. 
or getaway, um, uh, which I am not organised enough to learn how to do either. Um, so I would like to say I would like to do PvP, but it seems like it takes a lot of effort and a lot of organisation and a lot of engineering and a lot of learning and a, a lot of things I could I could be sleeping or eating instead. So um, <laughs> I, I just... <laughs> I like the idea of being some sort of amazing hot PvP pilot who just sort of turns up and with a blink of an eye just annihilates everyone with their packhounds and um, I don't know um, reverb missiles and whatever else. But it's it's just not me. It's just not a, a style of gameplay. I don't think I'll ever be successful at. I mean, <laughs> I will die repeatedly trying um, if. if right. You know, if I, if my life depended on it, but uh, I think there's too much else in the game for me. But I do get that other people, that's that's their bag. You know, that's their jam. Mm-hmm. They, they they fine tune their builds and they 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 are brilliant at what they do. Absolutely amazing. I had I think it was Commander Bernardo. I think mm-hmm. I think it was him and uh, I'm not going to say his full name because it's. Got a yeah. naughty word in it, Mister Moo. Um, yes, yes. Um, I think he's changed his name recently. I think he's Mister Happy Moo now, but he didn't always used to be. <laughs> uh, but they, they they were waiting, and they told me they were doing this. They said, "Oh, Bernardo's got a ship that'll that'll get you. You'll not even know he's going to do it." And it was a super cool DBX that he had. Um, mm-hmm. And I I came inching at the station, and uh, Mister Moo was in front of me. I was off speaking to him, and then all of a sudden. My shields were gone. Um, my hull was taking a tanking, and I never saw him. He didn't appear on the scanner until he um, let me let me see him on the scanner as he was scampering away at high speed. And I was thought, yeah, yeah, that's why I will never be any good at PvP <laughs> because I just I can't be that organised. Maybe somebody if they've got a spare. 10 years of their life could take me under the wing and, and make me into that guy. But um, on my own, I don't, I don't think I'll ever get there. But full respect to the yeah. people who can do it. That's what I'd say. Full respect to them. Yeah. Mm, absolutely. Um, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. I, I always get sort of like waylaid. Like there's, there's something else. Yes. Something yeah. else that I'm like, oh no, I'm going to, I've got a, I have a, I have an FDL build that um, is a mix of two different builds that um, Unusual Cupcake and um, Commander Exegius gave me. Um, mm, it's an yeah. F- FDL beginner build and I like PvP build. And um, it is fully engineered. I've done everything that I could do with it. And when I sit down and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to have a have a go at some PvP now. And I'm like, mm, nah. No, let's head somewhere else. Let's go and do something else. There's, <laughs> there's something, something else just around the corner that's enticing me. Yes, exactly. And and PvP players are so dedicated to their art form. And, you know, you'll know yourselves as Twitch streamers as well. And now from when I was Twitch streaming, you'd always get the PvPers that would show up in your chat. And they, they, they want to talk about PvP. They want to know if you're in open. They want to know if you're in private group. Yeah. And, yep. But they're it's because they're just itching for a fight for, for, the, for the right reasons most of the time, for the right reasons. You right. Know, there are some that are just right. out for being a... Yeah, um, to be a jerk. Yeah, yes, a jerk. Yes, yeah, thank happens. you. That's a good word. Jerk. <laughs> yes, just out for being a jerk. But um, majority are just you know they they enjoy they enjoy the thrill of the fight sort of thing, which is yep. which is all good. But I just can never provide. I can, I can never provide that that satisfaction for them because I'm just yeah. terrible. They just 
blink and I'd explode. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably kill myself, yep. actually. I'd probably get gay <laughs> silent running by accident and then just explode with heat or something like that. But, you know. Oh, I've been there, done yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The first the time I turned suddenly. on silent running, I didn't even know it was a thing. And I was streaming yes. and I was like, what's happening? What's going on? Why are things blowing up? Yeah, it's it's, it's it's not a noise you expect to hear if you're not looking for yeah. the buttons. <laughs> you want your shield what? instantly going down? No, it is not. <laughs> it's yeah. waiting to hear. Silent running. What? Well, I didn't what? Say I'd do that. Where's my shield? Come back. Yeah, yeah. I want to press boost. <laughs> where do you um, and your your squadron? Where do you spend most of your time in the galaxy? Oh, like I say, we're on we're on the edge of Imperial space. We're mm-hmm. sort of we we come under the auspices of Dent and Petraeus. We're we're sort of grudgingly under Dent and Petraeus's. Um, and I've got to say, um, I love the Dent and Petraeus uh, power play group. Although I don't do power play myself, we accidentally upset them once. Um, uh, I was being sort of you know cocky RP, and we expanded into one of their control systems. Um, and I was like, yeah, guys, let's just push it. Let's just tip the system. Hey, 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 hey. It'll be a bit of a laugh. Ha, 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 ha. Then Petraeus Group did not think it was a bit of a laugh. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, and we very quickly understood that. And ever since, we've had very good relations with yeah. them. So um, we know, you know, if, if we want to take a system, then we give them a system and blah, blah, blah. So it's a, it's a very, so, uh, you know, we, we exist nicely yeah. together now. But... Um, so we're right on the edge of Imperial Space at the moment, and hopefully by the time this goes out, we will have succeeded. We are um, quietly liberating our second second federal system, um, bringing Ooh. it over to the to the Imperial Light. Um, so we, we exist uh, mostly out of uh, Devane, um, which was my friend um, Ophidia, Ophidia in the game. Um, they found the system back in Beta and said, hey, this is a really nice system. It's a little bit out of the way. It's a high-tech system. Um, and, yeah, it's been our home ever since the start. And uh, it was lovely because I, I, I knocked together a bit of um, text for our private group and our faction and whatever else. Uh, and it's just lovely to see it in the game. Um, it's just a little thing going, oh, I wrote that. Oh, it's in a computer game. Huh. Um, which, which is kind of nice. I kind of like it. Um, so we, we we exist quietly there, like I say, stupidly popular for no apparent reason. Our, our minor faction, and um, it's getting, but space is getting a bit more crowded around us. Whereas we were in splendid isolation, we've got more and more um, as as new player groups have dropped in. Mm-hmm. We found we've got more and more neighbours these days. But um, but it's all, I hear that it's all good. It's all good. It's all been going well. Uh, we've not been expanded into by the dark wheel or anything like that, so we've not had any proper negotiations to have to carry out for a long time. So it's, uh, it's all been good. Yeah, we're right on the edge of. Um, hang on, we're right on the edge of um, Edmund Mahon space, oh, um, and we don't have. We 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 fully like in mo- mostly. Um, uh, mostly most of our systems are not Mayon systems and stuff, but um, we expanded into one system and somebody dropped into our Discord and was like, um, if, if you wouldn't mind, we'd really rather that stay as a um, <laughs> what, whatever the Edmund Mahon, I, I don't I don't know, I don't really right. do the power play. Yeah, oh, course, fair play to all of those that do. Well, types, we'd really yeah. like that to remain like a... Um, 
sort a of nice a system or this particular asset. kind of government mm. and you, you, it will it, not yeah, do with you in yeah. it. Um, yeah. and, and we were like, wow. oh, okay. And then we looked around and all of the systems that we were planning to expand to at that point were all <laughs> Mayon systems. And we were like, okay, we're going to go and look oh. in another direction. <laughs> but But space is getting smaller, man. It really is. There's yeah, not a lot of space. We need we need a new bubble. I'm hoping Colsack Nebula is going to provide that. We yeah, need like but a we, new... we need to have player factions out there, and we, we yeah. that's a lot of expansions. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's a lot of expansions to get out. It would be neat for them to implement some kind of mechanic where you could jump out there, like you could jump yeah. your player faction to start like uh, to start a section out in Colonia. Or start a section yeah. out in Colsack or Witchhead, like don't, some sort don't of do, like. Don't, don't do Colonia. There's not space in Colonia for anyone else. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you know, I've, I've been to Colonia a number of times. The, the, the worst time was when I, I decided jumping there in an unengineered beluga was a good idea. And it's that, not was not a good idea. I got to Colonia <laughs> and then I exploded back to the ball as fast as I could and then sold the beluga and it was it was just it was just a horrendous thing to do. And that was pre the the little bases along the way that you could you could drop yeah. into. I think I think it was anyway. But um yeah there's a surprising number of um it's a surprising amount of competition out there in Colonia considering for a long time there wasn't a hell of a lot there. Um yeah. but yeah it's it's getting a <laughs> My second account, I decided I was going to Colonium. I thought, <laughs> I've not played my second account in so long. But I decided I was going to go to Colonium. I was going to base myself out there and RP. I was going to be like, yeah, it's going to be like the Wild West out there. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm off to Colonium. Um, and then they said, yeah, there's going to be engineers in Colonium. And that was just as I'd set out. And I was like, yeah, engineers in Colonium. Whoop, whoop, yeah. I'm going out there, new commander. But you have to unlock the engineers in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Oh crap! I'm half yeah. and I've not, I'm, oh, and I've not played that second account for a very long time. <laughs> That's but, understandable. Yeah. <laughs> so Colonia, Colonia is bittersweet for me. Bittersweet. Yeah. If so you want when into, you're doing stuff like oh no, Mal, you had uh, when you when you're doing stuff in gaming, you uh, you run into trouble. Who is it that you typically turn to for for help? Um. To say that I know quite a few fuel rats, but I have never run out of fuel. I've never oh, run out of fuel. Nice. Um, I've come, I do that a lot. <laughs> I've come close <laughs> once. Um, I suppose if you want to be really pedantic, technically I might have maybe sort of kind of run out of fuel once. However, my fuel carry, my, my fleet carrier just happened to be going to that system, so it was. It wasn't running out of fuel. It was just meeting up with a fleet carrier. It was it was fine, so it doesn't count. Um, but if I need any other help, it's usually just my buddies in my squadron and okay. um, some of the other squadrons that we're friendly with, like the Hams of Slow and um, uh, other other people that are just kicking about the Convergence um, peeps. I've got uh, the CVG faction as well. They help us out. And we help them out occasionally with BGS stuff as well. So um, yeah, and I think. Once I got wedged on a Guardian site in my SRV and Red Space came in as crate because those pylons on the crate are not for anything other than winkling out SRVs that get stuck in places. They're like toothpicks for SRVs. If I just 
pinging people out. So Does that actually work? Because I always thought it, that they it, just did not have a hitbox. Well, uh, he managed to get me out. Uh, I don't nice. question. I don't question how he managed it, but he winkled me out so of that gap. I suppose I've been caught on floodlights before with a crate. So it's yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah, I once I once got wedged, and this was fairly recently. I think it was at the Imperial Prison site. I got wedged. My, my somebody had put the ship on on. I don't know if they put it. Actually, I'm thinking about it. How did they manage that? They they put it on that landing pad. That was there, and so as I jumped towards it, my, my thrusters cut out, and I went sideways, and then got wedged under the landing pad. But because the <laughs> ship was just above, I couldn't use my thrusters to right myself. Um, but fortunately, one of the other members of the squadron was there as well. They'd gone gone out there in my fleet carrier, and um, so they came over and just rammed full speed into me with their SRV and dislodged me. So there's always somebody around to help, which yeah. is which is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, on that black site, I wedged my SRV. There's a um, a little, just slightly elevated bridge between two of the, like an elevated bridge tunnel yes. between two of the the spots, and I got my SRV wedged directly under one of those tunnels. Like, ah, no, it's fine. I'll, I'll fit. And no, it no, spoiler alert, like I do not fit. fit. It does look like you should fit. I absolutely yeah. understand. And yeah, you definitely it. don't. We've all tried it. Um, <laughs> also, at that, that site, I think. I don't know if you noticed, but if you jump up onto the, the big building, the one that's got the door enticingly with the red lights. Uh-huh. Uh, but there, there seems to be materials inside the building. Now, is that just bad placement of assets? Or is it saying that, mm, yes, you can run in here and grab those things once Odyssey drops? Mm. <laughs> Who knows? It's quite Who a knows? building. Mm. Looks run inside wall, doesn't it? It, look, it mm. looks like a really fun building to run around for sure. It does. Um, yeah, I maybe agree. maybe it might be something that might get, or I'm getting ahead of myself, but maybe that might be something that one of the buildings that we might run around for CQC mm. for possibly because there I is going to be. I think it's just a big commander ball pool in there. I think there's a ball pit and a slushy machine. I'm That's down. What I'm hoping. And that, I mean, I'm down for that as well. That's fine. <laughs> What's your what's your fondest memory or the most amazing thing that's happened to you in Elite? Is there something that stands out? Ah, uh, there's. Do you know there's right? There's three three things. There's a game. Well, I loved um, the very first time I was hyperdicted. Okay. Um, by Thargoid, that was just that was. That, I was lucky. I was hyperdicted quite soon after people first started appearing on streams and things like that so it didn't really spoiler it for me but even though I had seen it happen to other people um, experiencing the Thargoids hyperdicting you for the first time um, was uh, it gave me a sort of little, little, little childish giggle sort of thing you know um, you know they're back sort mm. of thing it was, um, <laughs> that was really cool Um Another really fond memory is the first time we went on a proper exploration trip with my, my two pals that we, we both started the game with, and it was in uh, stripped down Type Sixes, because um, the Type Six was this uh, a oddly good explorer ship back in the day uh, when you didn't have much money, and uh, we we got to a point, <laughs> got to a point, and we dropped out of Super Cruise. And we were having a bit of a natter. We might have been having a few beverages at the time, but one of my friends who had maybe had slightly more beverages, was mass-locked, uh, was not mass-locked, was uh, wing-locked, um, 
and didn't realise they'd dropped out of Super Cruise. And I was sitting in third person, just taking some footage of us all sitting there nattering, and you could just see them appearing in the distance, coming towards us at full pelt. And <laughs> as my, fr- my friend was talking, <laughs> she, she just piled and T-boned him completely and then just sped <laughs> off the other direction and then engaged Super Cruise again. And then it was like, what are you doing? Spider, what are you doing? And she was like, what? What are you talking about? I'm in Super Cruise. It's like, I don't know, but you just... <laughs> <laughs> completely oblivious just piled through it was it was absolutely hilarious wow that always sticks with me um and uh, do you know what the last last one um and it kind of reminded me why why streaming was a good thing uh because there's lots of negatives to streaming there's lots of negative things you have to deal with as you guys will both know um but the best thing was at a convention was one of uh people who was um a viewer in my channel is uh, is uh, a firm friend now, but uh, I remember them coming to you and saying, you know, uh, that the par- parent had not long passed away, and uh, watching playing Elite and watching me stream Elite had helped them really deal with it. And uh, and at this convention, they sort of thanked me for it, and that really blew me away. And mm. I was, um, yeah. it kind of. Uh, reminded me um, that there's a lot of responsibility when you do streaming, whether you like it or not. Um, you know, you do you do have an impact on people's lives, which I think some streamers don't often think about. Um, you know, you, you see the, the, the new streamers and they don't think about it. It's all guts and glammy and, uh, oh, it's all twitching, hooray. Um, right. But that combination with, with Elite, which is a really good community game as well, where people can just join up. I never found a game on Twitch that I could play quite like Elite, where I could just play with the people who would drop into my channel and yeah. we could just muck about and they could take part in whatever nonsense we were doing at the time. Yeah. Um, those are the three main things. But there's lots of other little bits and peepses. Pe- peepses? Peepses? Pieces. Pizza? Pizza. Mm, pizza. You have uh, my attention, oh, sir. I have my own attention. <laughs> pizza. Um, there's lots of lots of lots of little different bits and pieces with whether it be conventions, whether it be meeting up with uh, the staff from Frontier. Always friendly, especially with the bar bill. Um, yeah, you know, there's there's tons of little things, but those are the three main things for me. I know you only yes. asked for one, but I've got verbal diarrhea. It's fine. So. I'm, I'll, okay. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> What is it that keeps you logging back into the game? Is it some of those same things about like the community, or is there something else feature wise that pulls you back in? Or? Uh, yeah, the, I'd, I'd say the, the community thing. Um, the beauty of the game as well. Uh, it's quite. I find it's quite good for my soul. Um, I think there's lots of yeah. Uh, it's, it's, the game's at that funny point at the moment. We're all waiting for Odyssey. Um, yeah. Uh, we're waiting for the the new content, as it were, sort of thing. But um, it's 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 still a game that I don't mind just dropping into, and I might not sit there for hours on end playing it. I might just drop in, do a few BGS missions, drop out. Um, but I will drop in pretty much every day and uh, right. just seeing what the universe is doing, seeing seeing what else is uh, what else is happening. It's good to have Galnet back. I like mm. that. Yes. I, like I agree. Um, even if I, I get frustrated at the way some of the stories roll out and um, how quickly they're solved in inverted commas, um, that does frustrate me. And 
if 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 I could wish anything, it would be that suddenly you know, um, Braben was like Bezos and had more money than the world could handle, and Elite went server based, um, and wasn't hosted yeah. on everyone's machines. Uh, I think that would be amazing, but uh, yeah, uh, it's expensive and stuff. I know I know how it goes. Yeah, but, yeah, it's, a, it's just a great game. Mm. So. Let's say um, time travel exists and you can go back oh. to your very, very first time in a um, getting into Elite Dangerous. Um, yes. Maybe not the very first time, maybe the time after. Um, but if there was one piece of advice <laughs> that you could give yourself as a brand new commander, what would that piece of advice be? Um, well... Most people say, um, from the podcast I listen to in the past, most people say is take your time, you know, don't mm-hmm. don't rush to get it's to the big ship stuff. It's a common <laughs> one. Um, I did take my time, so I wouldn't have to say that to myself. I would probably say to myself, um, pay a bit more attention. <laughs> get your head out the out the clouds a little bit. Um, uh, take part in some of the stuff that's going on in the universe. Um, yeah. Uh, because I... I uh, yeah, I get distracted very easily, and I don't. I don't tend to stick to anything too too well. I've got bad attention span, bad memory. So, um, I would say, yeah, just get yourself a solid community, but don't be, don't feel beholden to that community either. Um, I think a mistake I made was getting involved in a community that I then felt a bit straight-jacketed by, although I didn't right. realise it at the time. So I missed out on a lot because I was I was focused on what this community was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always good to find um, a group of people to play with, but, you know, just uh, know what you want to do with the game and do what you want to do. It's, it's, yeah. it's a game. It's a yeah. game. It's not life. Yeah. You know, it's not life simulator. You just do what you want to do. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. And I think too many um, people do do that. Unfortunately, I think. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that's. I think that's true. Um, they kind of they either let the community that they find straightjacket them, or they straightjacket themselves yes. with some artificial, you know, sort of boundaries. Yes. Um, and 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 don't think you know. Kind of don't think things all the way through, and they end up missing building, things. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, if we flip the coin and we say. Um, you can kind of look into the future. What is it that either we already know or that you're hoping for? Um, what are you most looking forward to when uh, when you think about Odyssey? No, I didn't. Uh, I'm, I'm going to confess. I, I when it was a big debate about is it going to be planetary landing? Is it going to be elite feet? <laughs> I was firmly initially on the elite feet side and I had a, a theory on how it was all going to pan out uh, I was you know card carrying elite feet elite feet elite feet until one faithful year I think it was maybe three years ago I had lunch with Zach Antonacci and he asked uh-huh. me about it and uh, I would never play poker with a man and I explained <laughs> my theory and he just went oh that's interesting and I changed my mind I was like nah it's not going to be elite feet, is it? Nah. Oh. Nah, it's not going to be elite. Nah, nah. It's, and I changed my mind. But if I'd stuck to my initial, if I'd not had that 
bloody lunch in that marvellous <laughs> pub with the brewery attached to the back of it and it was only three pound a pint. I would <laughs> I would I would I would not have changed your mind. But um for for Odyssey I think I think they added it almost feels like the game is it's it's a it's a it's a sea change for the game, isn't it? Because Elite Dangerous has always been the ship simulator. It's a spaceship right. simulator. The spaceship right. is you. You are the spaceship. Even though you've got your hollow me that sits in there, which you can tart up and, uh, in my case, look surprisingly realistically fat and haggard. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, no, 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 no wonderful sci-fi existence for me. Um, it's always been about the ship. So getting out of the ship and wandering around on your feet and whether it be uh, taking samples of plants, whether it be um, jumping off mountains like an idiot, whether it be uh, taking part <laughs> in um, FPS side of things or whatever, it's a whole new um, it's a it's a whole new aspect to the game, and it's quite a big change. So it's yeah. taking the focus away from. I mean, like many others, I've got my free Epic Store account, which I may or may not be considering just setting up as a feet only account and then see right. how far I can get without actually owning a ship. Um, it's a whole whole dis- different aspect to the game. So it's going to yeah. be exciting times. I think I think whatever, and as a platform, Odyssey is going to be really interesting as to what it can bring into the game. Because if you think back to all those old interviews with David Braben, who I know um, CMs probably have a heart attack every time he opens his mouth as to what he's going to say, but he, <laughs> he talked about, you know, um, archaeology and um, all this kind of stuff. And yeah, uh, it feels like it's, it's it Odyssey feels like it's a platform for quite interesting things to come even though odyssey itself is going to be really interesting it feels like it's going to be a platform for lots of different aspects um i hope i hope they they i hope it's all original aspects and it's just not copy pasta of how you manage a ship but in a suit if you know what i mean Um, yeah yeah yep but interesting times Interesting times indeed, and uh, there's already a sweepstake. I think Boff is the leading contender, possibly Seth, to be the first person to squash me as I walk around um, on a planet <laughs> surface. Uh, this just seems to be a thing that they want to do. I mean, yeah. I, I, I can appreciate it, and I'm genuinely considering getting in on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in your Corvette, I know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just try and find a use for that there great we... monstrosity. Go on. You oh, do my God. oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm definitely getting in on that. <laughs> what can accepted. we expect from Karamba in the future um, from an Elite Dangerous? Um, oh, you can expect me to turn up in your streams and talk nonsense. You can expect uh-huh. me to... to <laughs> I, am, I am available for any kind of shenanigans. Um, I uh, Don't give me any complex instructions. Um, uh, very much a, a blunt tool. Yes, I call myself a tool. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not entirely sure. I'm just going to be enjoying the game. Um, Fair. Uh, I have felt the pull of Twitch again, but I don't know. I might, I might, I might dust off the old streaming again, but I'm not sure. But it would be lovely to not. see you, but I have I'm giving no pressure. Agreed. No mm, pressure at all, but it would be lovely mm. to see you streaming again. <laughs> yeah, it, it could be, but uh, it's stressful as well, though, streaming, isn't it? Yes. 
Yes. Yeah, it is. It can be. Okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> for sure. At the moment, I'm enjoying, just enjoying the game. So, um, I'll keep climbing up mountains. I'll keep uh, sticking my nose in where, where um, power play doesn't want me to be. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, having fun. So, is there anything else you play when you're not playing a league? Hmm. <sighs> It's used well. I started playing a bit of Rust recently for some reason, Ooh. and I know. Interesting. I know. I know it's got a very toxic reputation, <laughs> to say the least. Um, yes. But uh, interestingly, I was watching. Is a, a, a this might not mean anything to you, Mal, but I don't. It might. I don't know. I don't know your viewing habits. Psychic probably will know what I'm talking about with uh, Dom Jolly. Yeah. Uh, he was streaming Rust the other day, um, and on Twitch, <laughs> which surprised me. It's what like, is life, man? What is, what is going on? <laughs> um, <laughs> but he was, he was like saying, "Oh, this game I just turned up and I logged in and somebody killed me." And it was like, well, "That's that's what Rust is to most people." <laughs> but my son, <laughs> my son set up a server for, um, um, I think it's. Um, <laughs> Albert Chang or something, I don't know who he is. Um, so I'm playing on his server at the moment, and it's a nice okay. server. We've got a, an island, which is noob-friendly, which I'm building my little my little building on. I've mastered electronics. I have now hooked up a light in my room. I have a solitary wow. light that works, connected to solar panels and everything. And, uh, yeah, I'm living a life, man, in rust. I'm, I'm running around in my salvage jacket and my stupid hat um just just hoping they don't reset the servers again so all my stuff disappears but, yeah. <laughs> um but apart from that um, i've played cyberpunk i've played uh red dead redemption 2 um all the big tickety things but i'm still i'm still looking for that single player experience at the moment uh, that mm. feels lacking in the game's world yeah. um Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines 2. I'm a big fan of the Vampire Masquerade computer games and the tabletop game. Um, going way back. Um, sad to see that's been delayed to December again, I think. Um, yeah. Because I still play the, uh, the Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines. I've got it installed, still play it. Now it's got had the big patch that makes things work properly and Jeanette's um, assets behave normally instead of roaming around the screen like they used to do pre-patch um, stunned silence yeah it's, um, <laughs> I love I love those I love that game I love I love I love single player games give me a good single player game anyone yeah. has any suggestions please yep. answers on a postcard to me at where I live <laughs> nice I think that's it for all of the uh, the standard questions we it do is, however yeah. We do have a lightning round. Oh, yeah. I think I've given half my lightning round <laughs> questions answers already. It's all right. We'll ask them again, and now you have to answer them quickly. <laughs> yeah. Remember, favorite ship, Corvette. Least favorite ship, not the Corvette. Best ship, Corvette. Worst ship, not the Corvette. It actually <laughs> hurts me to the extent that I'm turning my microphone off so I don't interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you so All right. Good. If you're ready, I'm we'll ready. go ahead and start. Okay. Favorite ship? Uh, Cobra Mark Four. Best ship. Prince of, Prince, Prince of Ships. The Prince of Ships. Uh, least favorite ship? <laughs> Corvette. <laughs> Best ship in the game? 
Captain. Nice. Uh, warship. Oh. Uh, uh, anything federal dropship. Yeah, I, I, um, favorite station in the game. Oh, it's got to be my home station. It's got to be Daily City. That was ransacked by Thorgoys at the start of Distant Worlds 2, but anyway. <sighs> Repaired, though? Repaired. Thank Is it you, fixed? Okay. Yeah. Uh, favorite system? Oh, big point. Oh, nice. Uh, true or false? There's a free anaconda at Hutton Orbital. <laughs> oh, it's entirely <laughs> true. Of course it is. Um, do you run engineered or vanilla modules in your ships? Uh, a mix of both. Badly engineered vanilla modules. <laughs> <laughs> Alliance, Federation, Empire, or Independent? Um, independent the Empire. Gotcha. Uh, who is your favorite power play leader? <laughs> um, uh, uh, Steve Benete. <laughs> Out of gas, do you call the fuel rats or do you suicide? Oh, fuel rats. Uh, low hull, do you call the hull seals? Do you keep going or do you suicide? Keep going until I fall apart. There you go. Uh, true or false, there's a free fleet carrier at Beagle Point. Mm, oh. That's a new one on me. I think that's entirely f- true also. Okay. <laughs> Tharkoids. Tharkoids. Friend, foe, or undetermined? Uh, for probably goodness sandwich. Yeah. And finally, flight assist on or off? <laughs> flight assist on, I'm too rubbish for off. <laughs> there, there you have it, folks. Grumble, right. grumble, grumble, <laughs> grumble. You held yourself back. I, I turned my microphone off. I was, I was all, all sorts of expletives were coming your direction. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and now we're going to unmute Psychit's track from that last uh, <laughs> that last set of questions. Here it is. I, I self censored. <laughs> I self censored. So furious, she's created a wormhole, gone back in time, and only speaks in more code. It's amazing. Is there anything that we haven't covered today that you would like to talk about? Oh, well, I don't oh, There's not anything going on in the world that's worth talking about, is there? But everything about Elite Dangerous. So um, I just hope everyone enjoys the game store. And if anyone sees me out there in space, feel free to say hi. And if you're looking for a completely disorganized squadron to be a part of, uh, 95th Squadron. Um, we're shambolic. But um, yeah, you're free to join us. <laughs> so if anyone does want to connect with you, um, get to know you better, um, where will they find you? Like your stuff? Uh, Discord mostly. Yes, Discord, darling. Uh, but I also do have a web page which I'm trying to beat into order, but it kind of involves, again, that thing being organized, um, mm-hmm. yeah. which yeah. I'm not entirely. But it's I think it's just www.karumba.tv. Um, and that gives me a time scale. Right, I need to go and get that fixed. Quick, there's going to be visitors. <laughs> Quick, run! <laughs> um, <laughs> Nice. And, and the, the, the the Twitch channel is still active, so you never know. It might rumble into life one day in the future, but uh, not the woman. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. Yes. Well, thank you so much for taking your time out to be with us today. Um, oh, what a uh, wonderful time. 
even 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 though you diss the Corvette, I'm prepared to let it slide because it's you. That's because you're a wonderful person, <laughs> forgiving person. That's what it says about you. That's what, uh, that's, what, that's what I hear. That's what I hear. I hear only good things. <laughs> I was, I was expecting the, the comment to be, well, you're a forgiving person. You have to be. You fly the Corvette. Oh, <laughs> why? Oh, well, you why see, are you both ganging up on me now? I can't have this. I was going to take a step back. I was going to take a step back, but you went there, Mal. So yeah, you go, buddy. I'm I'm right behind you. I'm two miles behind you, but I'm right behind you. Go for it. I'll start printing a, an apology 3D Corvette right Thank now. Thank you. Thank you, Mal. Thank you. Shiny, Thank you, shiny, uh, shiny pink and purple. We'll make it all. We'll make it pretty. Sounds perfect. So it looks just like the real Corvette. <laughs> Ooh, yeah well thank but, you yeah, so thank much you for being pleasure here. to be here and uh, but, yeah really enjoying yeah. the podcast so uh, keep it going keep oh it thank going. you thanks mate thank you thank you what did I say about those stories man you you were not wrong you were not wrong <laughs> What even exceeded expectations? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I think um, we we've talked to certain commanders, and the conversations could have gone on for um, absolute hours. Yes. And I I honestly yes. feel like Karamba is one of those commanders that we could have we could have Definitely. sat and gas bagged for bloody ages. It would have been Definitely. great. We should start keeping a list of the people that like we need to have back on for additional conversations because they're just wasn't enough time to pick their brain enough it feels like uh, honestly um th- we've got so many people that we want to have on or have reached out to us to be on we can't yeah. even think about getting people back again at the moment it's such a shame that's a good point it's that's such a, a shame like, i mean i just let, let's before we start inviting people yeah. back let's get through everybody who wants to be on the show <laughs> that's a good point that's a good point I was thinking more, you know, like season fifteen. Like- yeah, maybe, see, maybe, maybe in a few seasons' time, we might have to start start racking up some old commanders. Yeah, especially once Odyssey comes out, we have to change the questions. Oh and, my gosh! You know, yeah. Oh no! Why did I bring that up? I don't so, want to think about oh, no. that. Oh no! Oh no! There's so much. Oh no! You've given us even more to do, Mal. Why? Why are you doing it? Uh, it's my nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just like making extra work. Yeah, yeah, you do. (laughs) Well, that's all for this week. You can browse episodes and check out more information about the podcast at our website, flightassistpodcast.com. And you can stay up to date by following us on Twitter at flightassist underscore ed. Remember, this podcast is all about commanders and communities, and that means you. We'd love to hear the questions you want us to ask our guests. And if you're an elite dangerous commander who would like to be a guest on the podcast, or if you would want to nominate a commander to be our guest, we need to know that too. Send us your questions and information on Twitter by tagging flightassist underscore ED, by email to info at flightassistpodcast.com, via our Discord at discord.io forward slash flightassist, or by dropping us a line using the contact form on our website. If you would like to support the podcast and get access to exclusive content at the same time, you can do so by visiting patreon.com slash flightassist. With thanks to our flight officer patrons, Baron Von Marlen, Cow Noodles, Commander Reese Lang, Crispy Tater Tot, Dirty Filthy Hippo, Elvis Kremen, Glitched Helix, Jonathan Turner, Caldra, Not Me Mister, Stella Wizard 66, Timis 32, and Tomax 99. 
Until next week, this is Commander Mal for the win. And Commander Psychit. Handing the controls back to you. Flight assist off. <laughs>